All right, welcome everybody. This is BC. Welcome back to another episode of Supreme Being. Uh, every Monday and Wednesday we do this podcast and I'm in the process of adding a third day, so stay tuned for that. As always, this is sponsored by Team BC, my real estate team. If you need anything real estate worldwide, go to teambcsold.com and shoot us a message and we'll take care of you. Uh, number two, if you're affiliated with real estate in any way, shape, or form, and you would like to partner with myself and my team, go to partnerwithteambc.com to check out that opportunity. And lastly, uh, my Modern Success Program, my personal coaching program for the world, also sponsors this podcast. Uh, you can go to briancasella.com to check that out, or you can go to the link uh, in my profile on Instagram to directly click the link and check it out, okay? We're going to revamp it here for the new year, and we have our next live event uh, end of February, February 29th, March 1st, in Vegas for members only, okay? So today, uh, I wanted to talk about one of those, uh, you know, things that's not really talked about too much, especially in the business world. This is huge in sports, but I think it's extremely relatable in the business world, and I truly believe that it's one of those traits that is slept on, and I think is one of the reasons that I've done so well and continue to do well. And I'm going to throw this as a question towards people uh, as we begin here. And I want to, you know, dissect this concept a little bit because I think people have overlooked it and they don't realize the importance of it. Okay. And that is coachability, right? How coachable are you as an individual? Okay. A lot of people don't really think about that. They think, well, you know, I'm kind of watching videos. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. However, whether you have an in-person coach or mentor or you are watching somebody's videos or you're even reading a book, your index, right? If we're going to use a sliding scale, your index of your coachability is really going to determine how open you are to new concepts, how quickly you're going to learn something and assimilate it into your process. And three, how effortless or difficult it's going to be for you to execute things on a high level. All those things have to do with your coachability. Here's an example. A lot, of time, uh, a lot of times when I teach somebody, I already can tell by the questions, the look on their face, and, and the feedback they give me that they're already resisting what I told them, okay? Now, I always tell people, keep in mind that, you know, when I'm teaching you or anybody's teaching you something new, it's going to be a foreign concept to you, and you're going to have to be open to it. But when I say open, I mean drop the resistance towards it. So what they do is, as they're listening to what I'm saying or what somebody's saying, they're already passing it through this analysis. So they're not even really entirely listening 100%, but they're also already critiquing every little thing that comes in. So let's say I give them a script and I start walking them through it, like every line as I'm giving it, they're like analyzing it and critiquing it, saying, ah, I don't like that line, ah, it's bullshit, oh, that doesn't sound right. They're not saying that out loud, but that's what their mind is doing. And they don't realize that they're doing it because they've been like that their whole fucking life. So, you know, when I bring attention to it, sometimes people even tell me like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, bro, the question you asked me tells me you're doing that. That's a clear indicator to me that you're analyzing and critiquing everything I'm giving you instead of just listening first. Because then me and you together can go through it and I can answer your questions if you have some sort of critique of it. But if that mechanism is so automatic in you, someone doesn't even realize the detriment that they're doing to themselves in that aspect of coachability. It's crazy. So, you know, when I bring that up to a lot of people the first time, it's an eye opener because they don't realize that they're doing that. And luckily for me, you know, growing up from, you know, a very young age, I played sports. My dad raised me playing soccer. 
And then I picked up a basketball at around age 11 and I never looked back and I dedicated from like age 11 to 25 after my second injury uh, to my ankle and surgery to basketball, right? So that was 14 years of my life dedicated and every single, you know, year that I was in basketball, I had a coach, sometimes multiple coaches. And one of the unanimous comments I got from all of them is I never talked back and I was always extremely coachable and I listened more so than anybody else. Okay. And I knew that would serve me going into the business world and doing social media and everything else that I do, because you have to be coachable, man. Everybody walks around acting like they know everything of everything. We don't know shit. I still don't know shit. And I'm a teacher. Okay. Now, of course, there's a confidence behind what I teach because I know those subjects. However, I'm not going to sit here and fool myself and say, oh yeah, I know everything about everything. No, I don't. I can still learn a lot and I am learning a lot on a daily fucking basis. You see, so even me, if I'm listening to another instructor in one of the fields that I'm in, even my mind isn't dissecting everything they say and critiquing it and saying, no, that's wrong, which I see a lot of teachers and speakers do to other people. I can fucking see it in their face. So even people who are in a privileged position of responsibility right now are still making that first mistake that I've mentioned on this podcast. It's nuts. It's nuts. But again, those behaviors for those individuals have become so automatic, they can't even catch it anymore, all right? Now, another aspect that we bring to the table now when it comes to coachability is your ability to make adjustments now on the fly. All of us in what we're doing and what we've dedicated our lives to or what we do on a daily basis as far as our craft, if we're going to call it that, you know, we're constantly in this back and forth, meaning we're doing it and then you know, we're making mistakes or small mistakes. And then we have to go back to the drawing board, make adjustments, make tweaks, go out there and do it again. As an example, if you're making phone calls, right? Every phone call teaches you, you know, every time you take a break, you, you analyze real quick or you record your calls and you listen to them and you improve them and you make tweaks. And if you notice that you have a tendency to say this one word too much, you stop and you adjust and then you make all those little fine tunings that you have to do to keep making yourself incrementally better every single day, okay? So your coachability is gonna open you up in that aspect, not only with yourself, but with somebody else. Because you may, and, and this is why it's cool to have other people uh, help you with this, especially at coaches, that other person, right? If, if we introduce someone else into this, this game now, they're gonna see and pick up on things that you can't. There's certain mannerisms of yours, words, habits, impulses that you do as an individual that no matter how much you look at yourself, you're not going to catch them. It requires that other person, that coach, to catch them for you, you see? And, and there's a power in that because that coach doesn't necessarily have to be the best in the world. Just by their sheer presence, they're going to see and spot something that you've been missing. I know for me, as an example, when we were recording uh, my sales presentations, I had a tendency uh, with my, one of my feet to tap it over and over. And also one of my hands on my legs was tapping, right? It was either one, one or the other or both at the same time. I had no idea I was doing that. And I must have watched these tapes over and over and over and it didn't even occur to me. Yet the person there said, dude, what the hell's that vibration? And they looked down and they saw my foot doing this, not hard, but just lightly. And they felt the vibration in the table because I was slowly doing it. So it required that person. Now, when I look back, 
one of those people that was in the video with me wasn't even a coach. It was just somebody that I was using as a prop to practice with, but they picked it up. It wasn't even the coach that picked it up. It was that individual. But that's the element now when you bring in other people, okay? They're not used to those tendencies. So to them, it's going to stick out like a sore thumb. If you and someone else are exposed to the same movements and patterns over and over, uh, after a while, they just become automatic and they, they go out of your conscious awareness. Like you don't see them anymore. But then when you bring in that other person who hasn't been exposed to those patterns and isn't used to them, they now pick up on it because that's a new pattern to them. Okay. That's that phenomenon right there. And that's that dynamic. And why, again, you being open and being coachable is going to put you in that position to catch that stuff. Okay. Another thing is this, uh, I notice when people are more coachable, they seem to have a better overall attitude and they don't get frustrated as much. Okay. Now don't get me wrong. You're still going to get frustrated as I do on a continuous basis, but when you're coachable and when I say coachable, it's not just to other people. It's also to yourself you tend to relax a little bit in that category, right? You still might get frustrated, but you're not, you know, put my fist through the wall frustrated because I'm not getting the results. You, you, you take a couple more deep breaths. You tend to think a little bit more long-term instead of short-term. Your emotions don't boil as hard, right? Because you know, hey, I still have stuff to work on and you're almost waiting for that feedback from the coach or that person on the next step that you're supposed to take. Right, so it becomes like this this relationship and this dynamic of constant improvement, and with that being present, you're not going to get so caught up in that moment and want to rage and get mad and you know punch the wall and say, "Man, what the hell is this? This is bullshit." Like, so if any any of you who listen to this podcast, if you go on my lives, my YouTube lives, my Instagram lives, my Facebook lives, you'll see more than half of the questions. If you read them, uh, a lot of them have to do with some sort of frustration. Like I just got on Instagram live here for five minutes before I jumped on this podcast and a couple of the questions, oh man, you know, I door knock for a week and I don't get results. What the fuck is going on? I'm like, dude, if you had a coach, you wouldn't be, uh, you, you wouldn't be writing that. If I was your coach, you wouldn't be writing that. If you studied me more and closer, you wouldn't be writing that because your focus and your attention would be on something else instead of, you know, after seven days of doing an activity, which I've been saying for years is going to take you months and months and months to see results, you wouldn't be fucking complaining about it. Right. So I can kind of sit back and giggle about that, but that's the reality of that situation. I guarantee you that individual is not being coached 100%. They're watching people on YouTube. Cool. And that's great. But again, there's levels to this shit. Okay. Compare that person to the one who pays for a personal one-on-one -on -one tutor or mentor or coach in that specific category and follow those two individuals for the next two years. Right. Let's say it's going door to door. One guy just watches some material on YouTube and let's say he's still dedicated, but then another guy gets a one-on-one -on -one help from somebody like me or someone else for two years on how to be a door-to-door -door fucking master and follow the timeline of those individuals for the next two years. I guarantee you the one with the one-on-one -on -one attention is gonna be doing way better, even if he's less capable naturally than the other guy. Because again, the element of adding that coach and that accountability and everything else that goes with it, it's just irreplaceable. You know, I think of all the top people on this planet, whether it's athletes, actors, the greatest business minds, the most intelligent people, all of them had either multiple coaches or at the very least, mentors with them, right? You even look at the old philosophers like Plato and Socrates and all that, and they had their mentors too. You look at present day, 
a lot of athletes and business people, they have multiple coaches too in different categories, right? And they never stop. Even somebody like Kobe Bryant, who you can say is at the pinnacle of the sport before he retired, still to this day, even after he retired, has multiple coaches. That's just the way it is, man. That, that's an indicator of excellence. It really is. of Elite skill, excellence, academically, not just, I don't mean school, I mean as far as knowledge and, and, and the ability to apply information, but it's just one of those things that unanimously you'll see in top people. So, you know, I, I look at a lot of individuals who um, are against coaching or, or don't want to do it, and I look at their coachability index and it's low because then they're the ones on YouTube watching a video and then arguing, you know, in the comment section about the video. Oh, well, you know, I don't. I don't believe in that and that's bullshit and they'll spend all this time and effort arguing what the person is teaching instead of doing what they can to extract the knowledge even from that video and apply it into their lives okay we see this in many industries too where people funnel into Facebook groups and you know all these little private you know messenger lists and all that and all they do is gossip and drama and all it is is the corporate corporate environment and that style of action of you know complaining and gossiping but now transferred over into the social media realm. It's crazy. But then I look at those people and none of them are really coachable. They won't listen. They know it all. Just like, I mean, there's some people who you would uh, see with the type of comments they write on my YouTube. I'd be like, dude, you're the reincarnation of Socrates. Apparently I need to fucking interview you with the comments that you're leaving on my YouTube. You know, everything. Fuck. I know nothing. You know, everything. Let me interview you next time. Jump on my channel with me. You know, I kind of want to do that as a troll just to see if they'll actually be like, okay, yeah, you're right. I know everything. I should be on your channel, <laughs> right? So, you know, we took a look at a few things. Now, let's say somebody's listening to this and saying, okay, well, now I want to become a little bit more coachable. Well, you know, if, if that's the case, that's good because I think uh, to a degree, everybody has to be coachable. But the first thing is you have to have a genuine desire to get better at something and improve because that requires you admitting that you have shit to learn and you're not number one and you're not the top of the totem pole. Okay. What that will do is then that, that acceptance of that will then open you up to actually fucking listening. Okay. Some of these behaviors, negative behaviors that I just described, I guarantee you, if you talk to those people, those individuals who exhibit those negative behaviors believe they already know they know it all, or they know what they need to know. They truly believe that on the inside. That's why the outside has that such that judgmental flavor to it where they can tell people what to do and what to say and what to think. And they're always right. Okay. So you accept, Hey, I want to improve. I have a genuine desire to improve. Okay. Second is, okay, I need to start seeking out or finding some of these, you know, uh, people to be around or these individuals that I can study from and learn from so they can coach. Maybe I need to go to an event. Maybe I need to do this. Maybe I need to do that. It's very accessible nowadays. It's simple. You know, at the click of a button, you can just go on Google and find coaches and people and meetups, right? You have like meetup.com, right? Maybe you want to learn how to play the fucking piano. Like I want to learn. You can find people that are qualified and good in those categories and you can start learning from them. The next thing is this, when you learn from people, right? Regardless of if you have like a one-on-one -on -one coach or a group coach or whatever it is, there's going to be this tendency because of the way that we were brought up is Instead of listening to the information of the coach, what a lot of people do, and you may notice this in your behavior, and it's going to make it difficult for you to be coachable and learn, is we tend to pay attention to details that are insignificant. Like, let's say you go to somebody who's a master at going door to door, 
and they just happen to have an opposite political view that you, than you do. It would be foolish for you to not listen to them just because of that. Well, fuck that guy. He has the opposite political view as me. Dude, you went to him for door-to-door mastery, not his fucking political views. Why do you care? Put that shit to the side. Put the personal vendetta and beef and information to the side and listen to the individual and their mind and their thoughts and their knowledge about the subject at hand, period. I can't tell you how many people I know who refuse to pick up certain books or listen to people because, well, he wakes up on the right side of the bed and I don't believe in that. It's like, what? That doesn't make any fucking sense. If you were going to him for that, then okay, he's the opposite. You don't want to learn that. Great. But what does that have to do with the knowledge at hand? You know how many brilliant people there are out that, uh, that I've studied that are out there that have written books and other people will refuse to listen to them or read them or talk to them because of something like that. Well, you know, he, he doesn't like dolphins and I love dolphins. So screw him. It's like, <laughs> give me a fucking break, dude. It doesn't really matter. Okay. On a personal level. Sure. You can disagree perfectly fine. Now, if I'm going to talk to that person, I'll say, give me a valid reason though, why you would, wouldn't study their door to door mastery as an example. Cause the person obviously knows it, you recognize it and you want to learn, but you won't study them because they don't like dolphins and you do tell me how that makes sense. Right. And when I've asked people that I never get like a legitimate answer and they start seeing what I'm trying to describe to them and they're like, Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, you're right. I'll study the guy. So that's a huge error. I think that's rampant right now for a lot of people, especially on social media, because when you study somebody, Um, And let's say you follow them on Instagram, you can read their profile and see all their posts and you get a pretty good idea about who they are and what they believe in very quickly. Like some people despise me because they're not vegan and I'm vegan. So they're like, well, you know, I won't listen to BC because he's vegan. I don't believe in veganism. Okay, that's pretty stupid, but all right. I can teach you so much about certain things, but you you refuse because I'm vegan and you're not. (laughs) Right? So, and I used to be that way too, because that's the way my parents were. And they still are. And I had to like shake my head and say, whoa, 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 what? I would hear them say stuff. I would see and hear other people say things. I'm like, wait, we're watching a magic show. I don't give a shit about, you know, what religion the guy's from. I'm not even religious. I don't care. I'm here to learn how he does magic. The fuck does that have to do with everything? But see, and this is how I wrap up the podcast. This is how society or whatever you want to call it, right? This is how they, um, this is how they kill ideas and movements is instead of trying to attack ideas or movements that are going around, they'll attack the individual for those things that I just brought up and try to discredit them. Because if they discredit the individual and they get you to think he's a bad person or, oh, I disagree with him, then you're not going to listen to his idea or be a part of the movement because they've discredited the individual, you see? And you've been susceptible to that and you've been brought up, a lot of us listening to that type of stuff, And then now we wonder why when we're listening to somebody, we have issues because, yeah, they're good about this particular subject, but they have a different political ideology than you, or they don't like the same animals, right? So you need to be able to see past that. We need to be able to use our our analytical mind, our conscious mind a little bit more to be able to say, okay, yeah, we disagree on some things, but I don't care because I'm here to learn this and be coachable in this particular category, okay? So uh, with that said, Uh, We'll end the podcast here. I like to keep them short, 20, 30 minutes. As always, this podcast is sponsored by Team BC, my real estate team. Go to teambcsold.com and shoot us a message if you need help with anything real estate worldwide. Number two, if you're affiliated with real estate in any shape, way, or form, 
and you want to partner with myself and my team, go to partnerwithteambc.com. And lastly, if you're not a part of my Modern Success Coaching Program, uh, we're a thriving community now of about 300 members. You can go to briancasella.com to sign up, or you can go to the link in my bio on Instagram and click there to go directly, okay? Same place, same time, every Monday and Wednesday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. All right, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Peace.